whoever came down and made the decision to have a red shirt type year for Zach Wilson and have him as the backup quarterback in case their 39-year-old quarterback went down, both being 39 and having a, an offensive line you weren't sure about, having him as the next line of defense was a hideous decision that completely ruined their season. And while it's so almost like a me, bluff in poker, like, let me prove it to you. Right. Well, I guess, yeah. And But, like, for me, and thank you for the call, RJ, for me to believe that and for me to say that and for me to, you know, scream about that at 2.44 in the morning, that's fine. And I, I agree with it. I think they were put in an impossible spot. I think it was a miracle to win eight games with this team and, and with, with Zach Wilson. That's how bad he is. I think it would I think it would have been a miracle. But I can't say that. I mean, excuse me, I can say that. He can't say that. He can't go around telling everybody who'll listen. Telling people who will turn around and tell the athletic that he's saying it. Like it's just something that leaders don't do. Leaders don't go around making excuses. He can feel that way. He can come out with a book ten years from now. He can write it in his journal. He can scream it into a paper bag if that helps him, but he can't go around telling people inside the organization, like, hey, man, I got screwed this year, man. Here, here, you want to see what could have happened? Here's a picture of Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel with the American flag. Like, the idea that that's on his phone and that's what he's, like, focused on and the woe is me sets in, not leadership material. That's a major problem. And I listen. I I'm open to anything. If I, I suppose if if there was a conversation with Aaron Rodgers and said, "Hey, look, you know," and especially that the owner seems to be, and it said in the article that he's sensitive to Twitter. So I'm sure this stuff, if he wasn't aware of all of it, and I'm sure he was on some level, but I'm sure the article, the reaction to it, the BTS of the world screaming about how this man needs to be fired and he's shown no leadership, and the reaction that this article is going to get. If they go have a conversation with Aaron Rodgers and say, look, we need to move on from Joe Douglas. I no longer have faith in him as a leader. And then either Aaron Rodgers will plead his case or Aaron Rodgers will say, okay. And if you can get Aaron Rodgers to okay it and you want to bring in another head coach into this into this building, that's fine. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers is ever going to okay moving on from Hackett. And if you're not moving on from Hackett, I just don't see a point moving on from the head coach. And maybe that's short-sighted. I, I'm, I'm open to the idea that I'm not, uh, you know, impervious to mistakes. But what, what are you gonna, who are you going to hire? Who are you going to hire that's going to come in here? It can't be an offensive head coach, because what's the point? Right? What's the point of hiring an offensive head coach and keeping Nathaniel Hackett? No point. Unless you really just get some young whiz kid that you think, hey, just, you know, maybe you'll learn a little bit from Hackett's offense for one year. We try with Aaron Rodgers, and then we move on, draft a quarterback, and you're the new future. But even that doesn't, who's going to do that? Like, I just don't, it doesn't make any sense. In the situation they're in, it doesn't make any sense to move on from Robert Sala, no matter how bad the articles are that are written. Like, they're just in a position where they're stuck with this guy. They're stuck with him. And I didn't find really anything in this in this article that surprising. Even even the complaining and, and the woe is me. He was given that to Joe Beningo. We had a discussion about this very thing for a week. 
besides the story of how the hell are you giving Joe Beningo stuff, the other story was, geez, look at the excuse-making he's giving you. That was We talked about it for a week. We knew. He, we knew he was being forced to play the quarterback. He said it on the Michael K show when he pled the fifth. When he wouldn't answer the question. Well, listen, if you guys continue to lose, why is Zach Wilson continually the quarterback? You brought in Trevor Simeon. Why is he still on the practice squad? Why hasn't there been a change made at quarterback? Ah, yeah, that's a good question. I plead the fifth. The hell? I mean, we knew that then. We knew he was feeling like a coach who had no power. And I'm sorry, I've never been a head coach in the NFL. I've never been a head coach anywhere. I'm an assistant head coach of my son's T-ball team. And if I felt like I couldn't play the most important person in the most important place, like if I, I, I how do you, how do you feel confident as a head coach if you are neutered in the most important decision there is? Like we talk about Aaron Boone and how he's handed lineups, right? One, I don't think, I don't think uh, a, a baseball manager would want to do that, or, or you know, not be allowed to make out the lineup. But even that. Are you telling me whether Judge hits second or third is as important as who your quarterback is? Like, I mean, you can't. There's not another decision in all of sports, arguably, that's more important than who plays quarterback for your team. It's the biggest, most impactful decision that you can have in professional sports, team professional sports. I guess, you know, who's the goalie uh, in a playoff series if there's an option for a second goal? You know, but... It's literally who's your quarterback? Like that's that's it. Who's your owner? Who's your GM? Who's your head coach? Who's your quarterback? Those are the questions for a franchise to be successful. Everything else can be determined. Everything else is up for grabs. Everything else can come and go. Everything else can be interchangeable. Everything else you could figure out. Running every other position, every other coach. But you need the GM, you need the owner, you need the head coach, you need the quarterback. That's it. There's not a more impactful position in all of sports. And this guy's the head coach of a team, and he can't determine who that position is. He's not allowed. And more than that, he has to go up in front of all of us and tell you he loves it. I would think that's a humbling experience. And I would think... That, yeah, my, his leadership skills take a hit. It's hard to feel like a leader when you're not. It's hard to feel like a leader when you don't have the impact of making the most important decision for your team. It's hard to feel like a, a leader when you're being judged on wins and losses and the most impactful position that determine wins and losses is out of your control. So, yeah, he should have he put on his big boy pants as everybody likes to say, and he should have just been a man about it, and he shouldn't have complained, and he shouldn't have told the entire organization, woe is me, my life is misery. That's probably what he shouldn't have done. And he should sure as hell should have been calling the coaches into the office like he's the assistant principal of a middle school and threatening to take away cell phones. It's pretty pathetic. But I'm not sure exactly what kind of job we expect him to do when he's not in charge of who plays quarterback. He's a defensive guy, and for the most part, well, you know, with with exceptions, 
The defense played pretty damn well this year, and he's built up a pretty damn good defense. Now, as we heard in this article, eventually that defense was going to get sick and tired of having to be the only freaking unit on the team that's any like it, successful at all. It's tired of constantly going into into pre and post game going, yeah, listen, we know we got to score, we got to score. You know, it's up and on. We don't have enough turnovers. We don't have enough, we don't put up enough points. Like that's the defense week in and week out that they feel they need to be the ones to score points if they want to win football games. Like eventually that that wears thin, and especially when they're trotting out the same quarterback that they know most of these guys know for years now is not worth a damn. And that's not to bash Zach Wilson. It's just what it is. And we'll see. The report came out the other day that the Jets expect multiple teams to be interested. Well, sure. Nobody comes out and says we don't think anyone's interested. I mean, we'll see what they get for him. I don't think they'll get what they got for Sam Donald, the third-round pick. I don't think they'll get that. But this defense and this team have been under the pressure of a terrible quarterback for years. They have a breath of fresh air in Aaron Rodgers, and it gets snuffed out four plays in. That's what leads to all of this. That's what leads to all of this. Losing and losing Aaron Rodgers leads to all of this. And that's not excuse-making. It's just what it is. They should have handled it better. They, it says in the story they, they didn't think Joe Flacco would be an upgrade. They should have been smarter to recognize anything's an upgrade. They should have been quicker to realize they needed a new quarterback in that room. And whoever's deciding not to is part of the reason of this dysfunction. I just don't know. Like right now, I still think the best option is to see this thing through. As dysfunctional as it is, as maybe even as unlikely it is to be successful, we'll see. I feel I certainly feel less confident about it this year than I did last year. But I don't know what the option is. Right now, you roll, you ride this thing out. I don't care what the stories are. I don't care what the articles come out. I don't care how much, you know, bickering is going on behind the scenes. And I don't know how much I don't care how much the head coach is cowering under the idea of giving no quarterback play. I don't care. I don't care. There's one answer to fix the problems of this team in one fell swoop. There is one answer to fix this team so that they don't go 14 years without making the playoffs. There is one answer. And it's not a new head coach and breaking it all down and starting from scratch. It's... it's. Sticking with Aaron Rodgers, hoping he stays healthy, believing in the connection between him and an otherwise bad offensive coordinator in Hackett who happens to work well with Aaron Rodgers. He's won MVPs. Aaron Rodgers knows this offense. Aaron Rodgers will fix a lot of the issues immediately. The difference between him and the quarterbacks they played last year is worlds apart. Ask the Jets. Ask the same people who are telling you all the dysfunction inside the room. They're the same people who tell you, wait until you see Aaron Rodgers on the field. Holy holy cow. I almost let it. I almost blew it there. The same defense that's just so frustrated and baffled and fed up with the offense will tell you, my God, wait until you see Aaron Rodgers on the field. He's beating us left and right with a bad Achilles.